We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Roto-Grinders? Welcome to the Prop Shop Show. I am not Britt Devine. Britt Devine away, I presume, a vacation. I didn't check, and I presume he's uh, going to Disney because that's what he does. That's what he likes to do. Do we know this uh, confirmation? Uh, is that where Brittany's at? Brittany. Is that where Britt is at? Uh, of course, Will, Chief Justice, you know him from such things as the Prop Shop. It's no coincidence he's uh, you know on the Prop Shop Show. Will, is that why Britt's out? I assume it's an excused absence. Hopefully, I'll, Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Brit, Brit's on Brit's on uh, on a little, a little vacay. Um, of course, he is headed to Disney. So uh, I, I just appreciate you being able to hop in and and cover for him and keep this show on the rails. You know, we do shows a lot together anyway. Um, so hopefully, you know, we'll have some more organic things happen. Talk about the plays, and I mean, look, man, let's help the people get get in the green column yet again this week. I, I think overall for the year, I mean, we we've done really well. You know, of course, we're not going to get it slam dunks every week, but overall, we've done really well. So hopefully, uh, we can continue that trend this week. Very excited uh, about this one. I, I, I think there's some some good things for us to uh, to talk about. Yeah, some of y'all are watching live on a Wednesday night. Appreciate y'all. Some of you guys may be watching it when it's re- being recorded. Uh, so the news we have is the news we have on a Wednesday night at 7:30 on the East Coast. So. News is pending. There's a news flow, of course, in the NFL, especially week 14. A lot of hurt bodies out there, but we're going to do our best to talk about the slate. Uh, the best takes we have when it comes to uh, taking advantage of sites like Prize Picks and Underdog. Uh, it's week 14. The people should know by now. I presume they know, but there's probably one person out there watching and saying, you know what I would like? I would like to partake in the community. 
where like we can hang out and just talk about you know props and over unders and sides and things like that. Is there a community community like that that exists? Will where where would this person uh, be directed to? Listen, man, they're going to be directed to the prop shop. And first of all, if you're a Roto Grinder subscriber and you're in the props, like you're probably already there. But if you're not, just scrolling up to the top, you'll see something that says Chiefs Prop Shop. Come hang out with us. Uh, we'd love to have you. Secondly, if you're not a part of the community, then the first thing you need to do, Dean, uh, I don't know how you've played DFS all these years and don't have a Roto Grinders account. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we've been leading the charge. Uh, for a very long time. Uh, I think the company was founded in 2010, if, if I'm getting a little historical. So we've been been doing this a while. And so uh, you need to sign up for a Roto-Grinders account. But here's the kicker, Dean, I think, that uh, that's really cool about the prop shop. If you have a Roto-Grinders account, you don't need to be premium. You just need to have a Roto-Grinders account. And you can get in the Chiefs prop shop for free. Um and, and let's help you make some money, and then you can go premium because the projections alone, in terms of looking at props, are worth the cost of admission for RG Premium. So uh, very excited um, about the prop shop. We've done well. Uh, a lot of people have, have been around, um, and so I'm really grateful uh, for the shop. A lot of sharp minds in there. I tell everybody I'm not the smartest person in the room, uh, but I am smart enough to understand that if we all work together – we're going to do a lot better than one person trying to figure it out on their own. Man of the people, the uh, Chiefs Prop Shop does not cost the people anything. There are some premium channels. That one is not premium. Rotorunners.com backslash Discord. You go right to the feature channels up top, Chiefs Prop Shop, right above Blender's Game Theory. Now, Blender, not a man of the people. is That's a premium channel. He's a man of the premium <laughs> people. But you, uh, you are a man of the people. And, uh, yeah, it's not just football for the record. All, all sports are being tilted at all hours. Uh, for like League of Legends at like five o'clock in the morning, if you jump in, oh, four, 4 a.m. 4 a.m. right now, D. Run that, run that weird 4 a.m. schedule. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not up at that time. It, whatever happens, happens. I wake up in the morning around 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and uh, figure out, you know, whether or not I'm starting off the day with with big profits or uh, behind the eight ball or breaking even or little profits or little losses, you know. We have the uh, the Thursday night game. Like, dude, you better be gambling this Thursday. You can't just watch this game for entertainment. The the Raiders at the Rams. <laughs> I, I cannot imagine uh, the Rams these days completely horrendous. The Raiders, you know, a little better by default, I suppose. Uh, I know you have some takes as far as this game. We're gonna get. We have you made out a full card just for this Thursday night game, so the people can actually watch it. Fire away. Well, what do you have as far as Thursday night Rams Raiders? Well, the thing about this Thursday night is, you know, if you're if you're looking at the card there, I don't like the props because on the Rams side, it's very yucky at quarterback, Dean. So that's kind of um, something something to look at there. But um, and I know Steve will get this up, but we've got Devontae Adams, who's going to be at, at 89 and a half receiving yards. And don't look now, but but Devontae Adams is, is just cranking up the yards, Dean. I mean, with all the injuries. He basically is the passing offense. And so even in a game where I anticipate that the uh, Raiders should should win this game fairly handedly, I still think Devontae Adams gets going early and often uh, and is able to hit a couple big plays to go over this number. So at 89 and a half, um, even in a game where it should be a run-heavy script late, I still like Devontae, man. He's just getting too much volume 
uh, in this offense. And I'm kind of going to stick with the Raiders. Um, so if you look there, we've got Derek Carr at 33 and a half passing attempts. I'm actually taking under for this game. I am not expecting the Raiders to be behind at all. So at 33 and a half, uh, I don't think Carr's going to have to throw it that many times. And so I'm taking the under there. Now, he's gone over this significantly a couple, you know, for a few weeks in the past five weeks. But those were tighter games where he had to throw, like, when they were playing the Chargers and they were playing Seattle, stuff like that. I'm not I'm not expecting them to have to do that against the, the Rams. So uh, not worried about that one. Also, I really like that one, even though we've got uh, Devontae going over, really like Carr under 33 and a half pass attempts. And then we've got Josh Jacobs at 20 and a half rushing attempts. And if I were to rattle off these numbers for you, Dean, in terms of rushing attempts, how many rushing attempts do you think Josh Jacobs is averaging over the last five? Just right off yeah. the top of your He's got the nut roll right now. And he was supposed to miss one of the games. He was out injured in the game. And he came back and just destroyed Seattle's world. Now that walk-off 80-yard touchdown. By the yes. way, um, I'm not ignoring your question. But uh, Jacobs officially, uh, as of two hours ago, with his quad and his calf, it's a short week as well. Questionable. We've seen this before. He's been questionable and just crushing. Oh the yeah. Water. Oh uh, yeah. He's officially questionable. And John Wolford, the the quarterback for the Rams, we don't know, but he's questionable as well. Um, we'll, we'll see if they dust off. God, what was the other guy's name? Bryce something. Yeah, uh, he played. He played at at uh, Virginia. He played for the okay. University of Virginia. Yeah, Bryce Perkins. There you go. Uh, I'm not sure how much that matters, how pertinent that is. Uh, you know, just noting it on a Wednesday night, those guys are questionable. As far as your question, how many touches, how many carries per game you want yes. to know for Jacobs' last five? Yeah. Uh, well, he had an overtime as well. I would say it's like 27. Believe it or not, he's had 126, 133, 24, 21, 17 against Jacksonville, where they were throwing a little bit. His average right now is at 24. Those, yeah. That's over the last five games. But, I mean, at 20 and a half, in a, in a game script where they should essentially be in control most of the time, I, this is this is probably my favorite prop on Thursday night. Josh Jacobs over 20 and a half carries. Um, his yardage prop, I think, is around 89 and a half. But, and he probably will pass that too. But 20 and a half carries, man. He may have 15 carries in the first half if this game gets away from these guys. So I, I really like Jacobs here. Uh, and then you're not course, concerned about short week and the injuries is, is not an issue for I'm you. not. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. This no, should no be an easy Donald game for them. Donald's out for yeah. the Rams if you're not aware. Yeah, yeah. This should be an easy game for them. So love Jacobs. And then I'm taking Van Jefferson on a hunch here that this team is just going to have to throw. He's, he's the one receiver, Dean, that's on the field about 90% of the time. And so as a result – and, and I'm, I'm being quite honest here. I have to get in a Rams prop for this to work. And <laughs> so he, he's the most logical, uh, just being on the field mostly in the passing game. If Perkins is a quarterback, I might be a little bit more afraid. But I'm also yeah. not afraid of the, the Raiders' defense, especially the secondary. Like, they've struggled. They they, they got rid of Abrams, their, their safety. So I'm, I'm, I'm not too afraid of it. We just need the passes to connect. And I think he'll get there just on, you know, volume. Seven targets. I think he's been getting about seven targets a game roughly. Um, and that, that should be enough considering he he does have some down-the-field ability. But, Dean, that covers Thursday night. Anything you want to add? Uh, I'd I love to hear it, of course. No, I, I don't want to watch this game is what I'll add. 
<laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm firing up Netflix. I'm watching basketball. Basketball is pretty yeah. Thursday night as well. But I've had enough. I've had enough of the Rams. They've hit my quota for the season. No, well, uh, the Rams on an island game. It's. I mean, I hope everybody wins their their their, their parlays. And they. But I am not watching this football game. Um, before we dive in and break down your favorite players, uh, you know, your favorite passers when it comes to uh, prize picks. Uh, your favorite rushers, your favorite receivers. You do just have like an overall favorite play of the week that happens to come on, uh, I believe it's on underdog. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Play of the week. I told the prop shop this early. I said, man, I have a play that is saucy this week, Dean. And I do mean <laughs> saucy. And look, folks, I, I do think, Deshaun Watson is going to play better. This is my top play on the board right now across all sites for what it's worth. I do think Deshaun Watson is going to play better. But, folks, they are giving us a prop of 266.5 total yards. 266.5 total yards. Deshaun Watson is very rusty. I anticipated him to be rusty. But he struggled with Houston, was off on the strolls, off on the reeds. Uh, was unable to kind of get outside of the pocket and make some things happen. And against a team like the Cincinnati Bengals that are now ascending, right, to take over the division and get ready for a playoff Super Bowl push, possibly, you can't tell me Deshaun Watson is going over this number, man. Like, he looked pretty bad last week. I, I, I Favorite prop across the board. I love this one. Uh, I, I think he gets going with ease. Not that yeah. gets going, but I, I think he goes under, excuse me. With yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, I thought it was, I mean, I, I understand why, and like everybody is sort of assumed, but I thought Brissett like played pretty good. It's like one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league, and I thought one of the top five, whatever. I thought it was interesting that it was not even a conversation, like Watson's the guy. I just wonder, like, I, you know, first game, whatever, it's been a long time since he's played. I wonder if he stumbles again or stumbles again, and like all of a sudden people start talking, maybe, maybe throw Brissett in there, give Watson a year in the offseason. I don't know, I'm just sort of spitballing out there, but uh, I just thought the percent was thrown away really quickly. Uh, but I understand why, you know, a lot of money, whatever, a pedigree of, of Watson. Anyways, we shall move on and talk about your favorite passing props on the week. We're talking about Pat Mahomes, Tua, uh, Geno Smith, Sam Darnold. Oh, man, they make the number low enough. You're tempted to bet over. Well, I'm curious to hear your take on that. But, uh, yeah, feel free to take it away. Uh, any order you want to fire your favorites, throwers slash quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I'm going to start with Patty Mahomes because this one, Dean, uh, and I know you don't get to get a chance to catch this show often because you, a lot of times you have a show as well. Uh, Denver has been stifling against quarterbacks. And I mean stifling, Dean. It's been very hard to throw in this defense. Like as bad as Russell Wilson has been all season, uh, Denver has just shut quarterbacks down. And I mean, has limited them big time. So when we get Patrick Mahomes at 280 in a spot where not only Dean should, uh, is Denver a tough defense to go against? Like, will they, will this offense be needed to push the ball down the field as the game wanes along? I don't think so. Now the Kansas city defense isn't great, but I mean, does anybody trust Russell Wilson right now? I sure don't. So I, I think, you know, Kansas City is able to, to put up the numbers to get, get rolling and just kind of put Denver away. And I'm not saying that 
Uh, Pat is going to throw for over 300, obviously, but I think they can do just enough uh, to to win the game with ease and Patty still not have to go over 280 and a half. So I love the under here. Uh, Denver's just, I mean, like I said, Dean, they've kept quarterbacks under passing yards all season long. This has been a prop shop staple. I mean, we've taken some quarterbacks, Dean, at 190 and they've stayed under like that. That's how that's how stifling this defense has been. So really like Patty under here. Uh, and then this is another state. How much does that Denver offense hate Russ? Like the I mean, defense, I'm sorry. How much the well, de- remember there was a there was a Russell stole a party. They said 50%, roughly 50% of his teammates showed up. I thought you didn't show up. The defense, the defense hates him. Yeah, <laughs> they work so hard. Yeah, they, look, when, when you've got guys screaming at you on the sideline, <laughs> like like profuse screaming, Dean, not like hey Russ, get, get like hey Russ, let's let's get let's get rolling here. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's it's really bad. It's a waste. It's, the defense is really good. And it's just a waste. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there you have it. Um, they hate him. Now on to Tua <laughs> Dean, who's another staple here. Tua yeah. at two eighty five. I mean, folks, Tua has been incredible, and and I mean incredible, Dean, in terms of the passing yards. I mean, his coach has him pushing the ball down the field with accuracy. He's been exceptional. He's playing the Chargers on the road. They didn't leave San Francisco. They didn't leave the West Coast, so they stayed in the West Coast. Uh, last five – what's that? I didn't know that, but, yeah, sometimes coaches make that choice. I feel like Belichick's done that in the past. I didn't know that was – Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't leave. They just stayed. That made a lot more sense. 382, 302, 285 against Cleveland – 299 against Houston, 295 against San Francisco. And this is a game where, once again, they should be able to light it up through the air. Uh, the Chargers aren't going to stop them at all. Uh, I love this one. I know Jalen Waddle um, has had some uh, – he's got, like, a, a, an injury of some sort, and I think he's been he limited at practice. But, but yeah, but what I'm saying is I'm not worried about it. Like, he should play Sunday. They, they should be able to blow the top off this offense yet again. So, 285 and a half, taking the over. Geno Smith, Dean, another guy that Kenneth Walker's down. This passing offense, Dean, outside of the Giants game, which, you know, Arizona, 275, Tampa Bay, 275, uh, Las Vegas, 328, and the Rams last week, 367. Dean, Geno Smith, I mean, my God, what a turnaround for his career. Uh, Who's going to go to Seattle and take – Who's going to go to Seattle and take the starting job? Nobody. Like this is his team now. It's so, so weird. I mean, I know we. It's, I mean, this isn't the show designed for that kind of conversation, but like, we're good. We're good. Are they going to are they going to sign him like five years? Is just going to give him one more year and just it's like a band aid? Um, you know, because expectations were so low, and I'm guilty of it too. I thought Seattle was going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I was like, I'm looking at this roster; like they're going to be horrendous, and we're just going to waste uh, Metcalf and Lockett. Like that's what we're doing. And, you know, uh, Pete Carroll's going to run the ball a thousand times per game. That's what he loves doing. But uh, Gino, comeback player of the org, uh, I, I don't know if he's – Listen, I think he should win. Like, I think he should win it. Considering how, how great he was at West Virginia, I mean, Dean, he was incredible at West Virginia. Comes into the league, doesn't pan out the Jets, doesn't pan out with the Giants. Just things are not working. The backup behind Russell Wilson in Seattle, 
gets a chance, and he's a veteran, Dean, who doesn't have a lot of wear on the on the treads. So I like Geno. Um, I, I definitely think he should win comeback player of the year. Like he's actually probably a top five quarterback in football according to stati- statistics this year, which yeah. is incredible. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I don't know if I fully believe in whatever. He's been amazing this year. You can't take that away from him. But, uh, Dean, like we yeah. say we don't believe, he's done this since week one. No, Oh, no. Yeah, he's, he's been spectacular. Uh, I was but thinking he's about, done uh, it since week one. Was he with Tavon Austin? Was that was that his guy at West Virginia? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. yeah. I used to watch college football. Uh, yeah. Pat White was before him, right? The Dolphins draft. I think player. Kevin White was there, too. Yes. Yeah, another top draft pick that's just – Yeah. I think he yeah. just never really played – at all the yeah. NFL, uh, yeah, yeah you're a little bit with the Bears, but yeah, all in all, he, he didn't he didn't really pan out, but yeah, so love Gino at two forty five and a half against the Panthers. Uh, I'm taking the over here, and inversely, Dean, oh, no. uh, because the Seattle <laughs> defense hasn't been able to stop anybody through here. They've improved, but they're not really slowing guys down. Sam Darnold at two hundred seven and a half. I think Seattle should be in control of this game. I don't think we get the over until late fourth quarter, Dean. Like, we may not get this until two minutes left, but it doesn't matter when we get it. It just matters that we get it. 207 and a half, taking the over on Darnold in a game that should be a baby shootout. Like, I think Seattle gets up on us, and then we have to try to pass to keep up. Maybe this game ends like 28, you know, 17 or something like that, or, you know, 24, 17. But it could end, Dean, you know, 35-32. Who knows? You say uh, us, either you're, way. You're a, you're a Panthers fan. The people are confused. I am, but we're not going to win this game. So <laughs> it, it's it's really more just about the fact that we're going to be in an environment that should be conducive to scoring. And so at 207.5, I like the Darnold over. Do you want you don't want to win this game, do you, if you're a Carolina fan? You don't want to oh, win this I, game. We don't, we don't care about winning any more games, Dean. Like, we're done. <laughs> I'm saying are we're you actually upset if, if they win? <laughs> no, I haven't been upset all season. So here's my most joyous moment in the season, yeah. Dean. It's when I heard about the Matt Rule firing. That oh. got that's the most excited I've been all year. What do they have now? An interim coach in, in uh in Carolina? They did it yeah, yeah. Um oh man, coach uh geez. He used to be the he used to be the coach for the uh Cardinals for a while. Oh I have I have the Google. Uh, Steve Wilkes, is that who it is? Yes, yes, yes. Steve Wilkes is the interim. He's not going to be the head coach. I can tell you that right now. But um, you know, you like you, they're going to get an upgrade over Matt Rule is what you're expecting. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's it with quarterbacks, right? It's is it? It's so squeamish to bet over, but like you bet, you put the numbers low enough, you'll bet the over two hundred seven for Sam Darnold. And but Sam Darnold was like one eighty. I think against the Denver Broncos, and we took the under D. Yeah, yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? It's, it's all it's all matchup based. It's all matchup based. I uh, I was on the fly. I was pulling up a uh, Derek Cardi. Shout out Derek Cardi, the Blitz, and uh, he had two at well over 300 yards. You know, Cardi loves his, his dome games too. It's a dome game out there in LA. That that number for Tua seemed a little bit too low. Uh, I felt pretty. I felt pretty good about that. Well, that's that's my favorite to bet you you threw out there. Um, anything else as far as quarterbacks? No, you're done. You want to talk about some uh, running backs? Please, please. And look, folks, don't get mad at me, okay? Please, please, please don't get mad at me today. But we're going back to Derrick Henry this week, okay? Oh, boy. He's been atrocious for us, Dean. But 
anytime I've been able to get him around 80 rushing yards, he's been successful. Much easier matchup this week, I feel like, with uh, with Jacksonville. So hopefully we get the real Derrick Henry and not the imposter that we've seen in three of the last four weeks. So I'm, I'm rolling them out one more time, Dean, one more time. And uh, I, I believe that he should get there. Now, my, my top play piece. of the week. Oh, go ahead. What's that? I, I saw I saw a tweet, um, not exactly, but more or less. I know it's uh, D. Hember, right? But uh, his his efficiency, like three point five yards per carry, like in the last month or so, it's that's atrocious, obviously. And then, you know, he sometimes banks on that breaking off that forty yarder. It just hasn't happened. Um, the volume wasn't there last game, but I think that's because they are well behind Philadelphia, so they had the pass. But go ahead, I, I cut you off. Uh, feel free to put your thought. No, 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 we're good, we're good. So. Um, yeah, so Derek here, I'm going over, man. Like, I'm I'm rolling it one more time. That, that's it, though, Dean. Like, this is this is it. This is the week for him. This <laughs> is redemption right? week for us all. Uh, we need him to come through for us. Now, my top play of the week, no secret, anybody facing Houston. Now, the last time, Dean, we had Ezekiel Elliott in one of these spots. Um, I think he was facing Detroit, and he was on his way to a monster day, Dean, and got hurt. So this is redemption time against Houston. What I like about Elliott is the rushing attempts are there. If we get him at 15 and a half, Dean, and this isn't up on the board right now, if we get him at 15 and a half, I'm going to take the over um, because that's something else I try to do to parlay or, or um, kind, of, kind of utilize uh, winning thinking in, in, in the props game. Like if, if the rushing yards get there, great. But if, but if sometimes these rushing attempt totals are a little bit too low, and, and so I go ahead and attack those. But um, I do like Zeke here. Zeke's, believe it or not, Dean, Zeke's been over uh, a lot in the past few weeks. So I, I like him good. a ton. What's that? He's been pretty good of late. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, like a matchup with Houston, I mean, he should be able to almost hit 100 yards again. So I like him at 64 and a half. Etienne and Barkley, let, let's talk about those. So I'm going to group them together uh, for the sake of time. But Etienne at 56 and a half against Tennessee, this is a recipe for disaster. It's one thing that Tennessee defense can do is limit the running game. And Etienne, with this weird injury, they have they've been playing him and then playing somebody else. And you, you know what I'm saying? So hasty. I, yeah, hasty. So I uh I'm going under on 56 and a half. Hasn't really gotten uh over that in the past, I think, two or three weeks. And the same thing for Saquon. They're playing Philly, and I like Saquon. Philly's Philly has had struggles in their running game, but Dean, like, how close are the Giants going to be to be able to keep up in this game? Like, Saquon may not be able to even run the ball in the third or fourth quarter. So at six to eight and a half, I'm going to take the under there. Saquon's been struggling as well, and this is a spot where they they've been getting behind. So I uh, I, I like that spot a lot for uh, for uh, the unders on Etn. And uh, and Barkley, I'm surprised how much ETM played last week. 88 percent of the snaps. I thought he would he would get a little bit. You know, he was going into the game questionable. Um, like I think he said he was fine, but he was officially questionable. But yeah, they only got to five percent of the snaps to Hasty and seven percent to Snoop Connor. So uh, yeah, and I guess well, obviously Robinson did not play either. I, I'm just curious. You happen to have it up? You're talking about Zeke. But where's the number on? Um, on Pollard, is it basically the same? And I guess you can 71 actually. That's interesting because Zeke is like the starter 
if whatever that means, you know. Yeah, usually, that's, that's usually, <laughs> usually Pollard has been slightly under, and Pollard's not going to get as many carries as Zeke. Essentially, now that does not mean that he won't out. That that does not mean he won't pass Zeke in terms of uh, actual rushing yards. That's not what I'm saying, but he's um, more efficient. He can break one off easier than Zeke can. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, it's funny. I just pulled up uh, the blitz and Cardi. Yeah, Cardi's got Elliott to get 15 ish attempts and Pollard to get 13 ish attempts, and they're coming off that absolute drubbing that the the thrashing of uh, the Colts. They put up a 33 spot, I believe, in the fourth quarter. Even Malik Davis got it on the fun. Like, everybody scored a touchdown if you're running back for the Cowboys. Uh, Malik Davis got one in the fourth as well, just for funsies. Uh, do you have anything else as far as running backs, or shall we move on and talk about your favorite receivers? Yeah, man. Let's uh, let's talk about these receivers here. Go for it. So, in terms of receivers, and as everybody <laughs> knows, if you've been following this show, get kind of close to our last category. I- I'm starting with Garrett Wilson this week. At 63 and a half, Dean, uh, I just think he's getting so much volume right now in the Mike White era of the Jets, at least for now. Uh, I'm expecting them to possibly, possibly uh, be behind a little bit, kind of like how it was when they played the Vikings last week. And as a result, this should open it up for Wilson. Uh, the, the Buffalo Bills have gotten a little bit more healthy on defense, but I do think the absence of Von Miller – should hold back the pass rush enough uh, for Mike White to be able to take his time as the game goes along. So 63 and a half, I like that. Justin Jefferson, this is a slam dunk for me this week, being one of my favorites here. Might feel like a high number, but Justin Jefferson should get off against the Detroit uh, Lions. He may be close to this in the first half. Uh, I mean, he should eat this zone defense alive. So uh, no surprise there. But on the other side, and if you notice, Dean, one thing I like about props is a lot of times we can do some correlation. Amon Ross St. Brown at 80 and a half, where, you know, Detroit should have to throw the ball a good bit down the stretch. I like this a ton uh, at 80 and a half. Last week, I think he came in at 74, 75 and a half, 71 and a half, something like that. Blew the top off in a game where. They should be behind a good deal. I, I love this at 80 and a half. I'm going to take the over well, there. You know, I got the cut job, but it's funny. No, I, we're I, good. We're good. The uh, the Vegas is showing a huge lack – or uh, the Vegas gamblers, I suppose, just sports betters in general. Uh, you said that, and Minnesota is, what, a two-loss team? Detroit. Yeah. Detroit Lions. Your Detroit Lions. America's Detroit Lions are favored to win this game by two points. Oh, and they're we know. Yeah, Trust I, me, we know, Dean. These people are crazy. <laughs> it's isn't it's These a people respect are crazy. The, disrespect to Minnesota, I guess. Maybe Minnesota's a fraud. They're fraudulent. Maybe. That I, I was a little surprised with the line. I mean, I I uh I don't think Minnesota's like this great team, but you know, it's just I thought it was an interesting number. And the only thing that I should note as far as Vegas as well, uh you're talking about betting the over on two pass pass receivers. There's uh just the 10 game main slate. I I was uh, researching. Minnesota Detroit as a, a total higher, five points higher than the second highest game. Cleveland and Cincinnati, 47 and a half. Minnesota Detroit, 53 and a half. I think it might be down to 52 and a half. I've written it down from yesterday, but still, uh, we're expecting a shootout. We haven't seen a lot of these, this kind of number. This is, I think, the biggest number on the entire slate all weekend long. Uh, in a dome, we liked that this time of season as well. But uh, just, just thought it was interesting to point out. And like you're talking about Minnesota. It's going to be ahead. We'll see, maybe, but Vegas 
well, actually, thinks otherwise. Not so fast, my friends. <laughs> not so fast. <laughs> yeah. Look, and, and, and last but not least, Dina, we'll come back to that. Because I do want to talk, and I talked about this on Food for Thought, so that's why I'm kind of not hammering it right this minute. I'm going to talk about it, and then we'll come back and close the show out. But Keenan Allen, Dean, at 67 and a half against Miami, this is this is another one of those other side of the game plays where we've seen Miami's offense just really be explosive this season. And so if the Chargers are going to be anywhere near this game, they're going to have to keep up, right? Like They're going to have to throw the football at some point. And I think that's going to open it up for Keenan Allen uh, just in terms of volume. Like we know Keenan Allen shouldn't be out here catching like 30-yard passes, but – He'll catch one for 10. He'll catch one for eight. He'll catch one for 12. You know, and, and all of a sudden you look at it, it's like, oh, he now has 80 yards receiving tonight just on volume. And I think that's what we get here. And if he gets a big play, then, you know, he's probably going to go over automatically. So that's where we're at for receiving. And uh, that's mostly going to do it for the week, folks. I'm glad you hung out with us. I did want to clear up a lot of times, you know, we'll talk underdog and other sites, but Prize picks just had the most advantageous lines this week outside of that uh, line on um, on uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, that was on underdog. I scrubbed it out. All of these lines are better currently or exactly the same on prize picks versus underdog versus stride, so forth and so on. So that's why we kind of did, did mostly uh, focus on prize picks this week uh, for, for this particular show. But uh, hopefully it all comes together for us, and uh, should should be should be should be a pretty fun time. D, let's visit this really quickly though. We talked about this on Food for Thought. This is ridiculous that the Detroit Lions are favored over the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> like D, that's that's awful. Like get out of here. Like Minnesota's Why getting do you no hate respect. The Lions? What's that? Why do you hate the Lions? Because they're not better than Minnesota. It makes no sense. <laughs> It's nothing more, nothing less. And let me just say that uh, for that reason alone, I actually, I secretly want the Minnesota Vikings to go to the Super Bowl because oh. they've got no respect all year. Secretly, I want them to just ride this thing to the Super Bowl. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be grand, Dean, after losing to the Cowboys like 40-3 to and losing to the Eagles 24-7 to that they stuck it to these guys in the playoffs and rode off into the sunset? Uh, I, I can't wait to see this happen. One of these teams may have a meltdown. I don't know which one, but I'm not a Minnesota fan at all. But the, the amount of disrespect they've got over the season, like I actually want to see them run through the NFC and go to the Super Bowl just for the massive amount of disrespect they received. I'm looking at who they played so far. They did. They lost to the Eagles. Okay. They, they beat the Packers. They beat the Lions earlier in the season, 28-24. They beat the Saints, barely skated by there. Uh, beat the Bears by a touchdown, beat the Dolphins by, at home by eight, took care of the Cardinals, the Commanders. They did beat the Bills, 33-30 in Buffalo. That's right. I remember that was like the game of the year. I totally forgot about that game. That was the game where it's like, yeah, respect us, I suppose. But then they went out uh, like the, the the down game right afterwards. The Cowboys absolutely walloped them. I think they're behind Dallas. I think they're behind Philly. I'm trying to think who else would be ahead of them potentially in the NFC, but it is a little bit of disrespect. Has that line moved? I'm pulling up scores and odds right now. And by the way, a little uh, cross the crossover, a uh, little little uh, you know. Little, why don't mention other things going on in the Roto Grinder scores and odds world? Check out the, the scores and odds video tomorrow, Thursday, four o'clock. Myself and Dude Man Pa Ryan Reed 
we go through every single game and he gives a take as far as, you know, the total or, or a side. So I'm, I'm curious to get his, uh, his opinion on that one, because it is, it is a weird looking line. What did it open at now? Now you got my attention. Now we're talking about it. We have time, I suppose. Sure. Why not? Vikings. Um, yeah. Vikings are getting two and a half points. And was, what was the line movement? But did it open at the, yeah, I, I think the line. Okay, so Lions. Uh, Lions open as a two and a half point favorite, and this moved to that being a. I'm sorry, the Lions open as a two and a half point dog, and it's moved five points. That's amazing. Um, yep, that's a little too disrespectful. I think. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. very disrespectful, D. Five points. Very. Um, yeah, like get out of here. Like, 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 stop this massive disrespect that's happening. Like, just stop. Nobody really respects like Cousins. Like he's a fine quarterback. He's like okay, but like nobody's nobody's afraid of playing against Cousins, right? He's okay. He's fine. He's serviceable. It's not terrible. He's good enough where you don't like feel like you have to replace him. But he's not bad enough where um, I mean he's not he's not too good that you're afraid. Oh no, we got to stop Kirk Cousins. It's Jefferson, right? That's the guy you got to slow down. Obviously, who's just insane. I, I like you know we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a DFS show after this. Um, like he's just an awesome, awesome play this week. The only restrictions is salary, but yeah. But what was the number as far as the total for Jefferson this week? Whatever it is, it's probably too low. Is it yeah, somewhere in the nineties? The eighties? Where is it at? Yeah, it was at ninety and a half. Yeah, like that's. I feel like he's gonna beat that. Like that just that still seems yeah, it, really, it's really way good. too low. Yeah, it, it's way too low. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate you let me join, uh, you know, host the, the show here. This has been exciting, D. Like, I, I'm so grateful that you were able to come on and, and hang out with us, man. Like, thanks a bunch. Uh, Brent, we miss you, bro. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying your time at Disney. And uh, Dean did an admirable job, and I do mean admirable, uh, covering <laughs> for you and keeping this show on the rails. Anything else you want to tell the people before we step aside and get out of here? No, sir. We are good to go. We'll see you back here next week, either Tuesday or Wednesday at 7.30. That is Will Priester, the chief. Again, if you guys want to just talk to him and talk to like hundreds of other people just hanging out, sweating all sorts of sports, uh, rotorunners.com backslash Discord, talking prize picks, talking underdog, talking League of Legends, talking MMA, talking golf, talking everything uh, when it comes to that world. Rotorunners.com backslash Discord and hit up the Chiefs prop shop room. Again, that is free of charge. All you need is a Rotorunners account. Doesn't have to be premium. Anybody can jump in there. Do hang out there. Uh, this was the prop shop show. That was Will. I was Dean. Win something this week. Good luck, everybody. We're out of here. Oh.